Ой, что это что он спирачит? Ты шел. А по часть того, что он спирачит, торец. Уит Яурос, Адам Тойдброун. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Conspiracy the Show. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. Joining me as co-host this week, no co-host, baby. It's just me and you. Who? You listening to this and all the other people listening to this. We're a team now. We're a couple, all of us. So with that in mind, I guess I can dispose of the usual chit chat that usually kicks off these episodes. I don't have to ask anyone how they're doing. I would ask you how you're doing. But you can't answer me. But answer me anyway. I'll feel it. It hurts a little bit, so only answer once. As for today's topic, we are doing another banned media report, this time about the Plandemic video. What is Plandemic? It is a 26-minute conspiracy video that first surfaced online on May 4th, 2020. It's produced by filmmaker-slash-independent journalist Mickey Willis, and his California-based production company called Elevate. It was first presented as being a trailer for an upcoming full-length documentary, but that documentary has yet to surface, and that is an insane length for a trailer. Can you imagine being at a movie theater, remember those, and a 26-minute trailer plays before the movie you're trying to see? Better be the only goddamn trailer, I'll tell you that much. But this video is mostly just a really long interview with a disgraced scientist named Judy Mikovits, and the interview is conducted by Mickey Willis. You might remember him as the guy who went viral, (laughs) get it, because we're talking about coronavirus, a few years back when he posted a video of his son after he had decided to buy a Little Mermaid doll, and his dad, Mickey Willis, posted this on YouTube and gloated about it like it made him the goddamn father of the century. <laughs> I let my boys choose their life. That's how that's how mama and I, you know, that's how we are, right? We just say whatever. Yeah! We say yeah, choose it. Remember that guy? He's the guy who made the pandemic video. This video racked up millions of views really quickly before being removed by Facebook, YouTube, Vimeo, and Twitter almost as quickly. It stayed up in excerpts for way longer on everyone's favorite new social media menace, TikTok. This was, to me, one of the most impressive information suppression efforts I have ever seen, especially on Google. For a while there, it was almost impossible to find it by Googling it, which is kind of insane given what Google is supposed to be for. But I tried And what I got was pages and pages and pages of articles about the Plandemic movie, but very few, if any, that led to actually being able to see it. Even now, the only way I found it is because a site called WatchUncensored.com took out an ad that links to it. How is that for integrity? Google won't show you the link for free on account of how dangerous it is. But they will take money from a site that wants to make it the top result when you search for it. What a shocking betrayal of the massive amounts of trust I have in Google as a company. Now, I've been pretty clear about my problems with social media takedowns like this. 
And I'm not any more enthusiastic about it in the case of this video. That doesn't mean I believe or agree with the content of the video. We'll get to that in a second. But I do think these efforts to suppress content like this, and especially the subsequent media coverage of those efforts, is dangerous and counterproductive. I've shared my feelings on that a lot of times on this podcast, so I won't go into detail again now, but the pandemic video does represent a concern about this practice that I actually haven't discussed much, and that is the Streisand effect. We're all familiar with that, right? In 2003, Barbara Streisand sued to have a picture of her home removed from the internet. The ensuing media coverage of that lawsuit made everyone want to see that picture of her house, which naturally led to it getting posted all over the damn internet in far too many places for Team Streisand to take it down everywhere. So her efforts backfired in the worst way possible. And that's what these social media bans mostly accomplish, and it was no different with Plandemic. Remember, I mentioned that I found it on a Google ad for a site called WatchUncensored.com. Well, here's the text that was underneath that link. See videos removed by social media. View resources. Donate online. And in case you're wondering, the main text just said, watch the Plandemic movie. There's a name for sites like that now. They're called alt-tech sites. And their entire business model is posting videos that have been removed by social media sites. So moments like this are a goddamn goldmine for them. According to a CBC article that I'll link to on unpops.com, one of those sites, BitChute, returns 1,770 results for the search term pandemic, and the top result is a reposting of the video that's been viewed 1.6 million times. That's a lot. If this podcast gets downloaded 1.6 million times, I'd probably take the rest of the year off and just roll around in anchor ad money until January. At least. BitChute had 20 million unique visitors in April. At least that's what they claimed in a since-deleted tweet. But bands like this do not do what the people who endorse them think they do. They don't stop the videos from spreading. Instead, they just promote that spread to other sites. One argument I've heard is, well, at least they won't stumble across it by way of the YouTube algorithm. Well, let me tell you, if you're worried about the videos YouTube is feeding people, wait until you get a load of bit shoot. It's like banning hunting rifles at Walmart and sending people to gun stores to get them instead. At least at Walmart, they aren't going to impulse buy an AR-15 at the register. Gun stores offer no such promise. Because of one video, you're chasing people from YouTube to a site that is nothing but those videos. And when the people who actually believe what this video is saying get there, it just reinforces their belief that this is the real truth that the powers that be don't want you to see. And that's a special kind of shame in this case, because this video is bullshit. And the two key figures in that video, Judy Mikovits and Mickey Willis, have, for all intents and purposes, admitted that. This is my absolute least kind of conspiracy, the kind that claims it just wants you to decide for yourself, but then it just presents one side of the argument. That's some disingenuous nonsense. If you want people to decide for themselves, you tell them all the information. If you want to make a one-sided propaganda piece, you do what Plandemic does. Mickey Willis has even since called this video 
propaganda. I'd encourage everyone to read the LA Times interview with Mickey Willis from May 13th, 2020, that came out shortly after this video started circulating. Here's a quote from him in that interview that I found really interesting. I did do my best to reach out to people to say, she's making some claims here, and can you validate this? And the ones that they couldn't validate, or at least were left with, that could be true, but science hasn't proven it yet, I left it in because I figured perhaps this starts the conversation that does actually get to the bottom of this point. Okay, so you got that, right? He's saying he did reach out to some doctors about the claims made in this video, and when he was told they were untrue or not proven by science, he just left them in, which begs the question, why even reach out in the first place? And if that's not suspect enough, here's another quote from a few paragraphs earlier in that same interview. We're working very hard right now to validate the majority of the claims that were made. Instead of just defending all of the haters that are out there, I think it's just better to reach back out with some valid information. Because of the delicacy and importance of the situation, I really wanted to talk with doctors on all sides first. Not just the doctors that Judy recommends, but I'm going to seek out the ones who disagree and get them on the phone and find out why. Okay, so which is it? Did you talk to doctors before the video came out, or are you going to get around to talking to doctors at some point in the future? That same LA Times article does a really good job of covering this guy's questionable past, and I'd encourage you to read it, especially if you were swayed by this video. But he's also kind of a minor figure in this video. The real star is Judy Mikovits. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Here's a clip from the opening of the Plandemic video. Dr. Judy Mikovits has been called one of the most accomplished scientists of her generation. Her 1991 doctoral thesis revolutionized the treatment of HIV-AIDS. At the height of her career, Dr. Mikovits published a blockbuster article in the journal Science. The controversial article sent shockwaves through the scientific community as it revealed that the common use of animal and human fetal tissues were unleashing devastating plagues of chronic diseases. Honestly, that's all you need to hear to know that something isn't right with this video. For starters, the line about Judy Mikovits being called one of the most accomplished scientists of her generation, fucking citation needed. No one calls her that. And if they do, it was probably Mickey Willis's wife just so they could cover their bases. Then there's the next line. Her 1991 doctoral thesis revolutionized the treatment of HIV and AIDS. Nope, it most certainly did not. She did write her 1991 thesis on that topic, but it had no discernible impact on the treatment of HIV and AIDS. And that's according to a medical journal that's literally called Science. They're actually very important to this story. But before we get to that, let's address that last claim from the opening of this video. At the height of her career, Dr. Mikovits published a blockbuster article in the journal Science. The controversial article sent shockwaves through the scientific community as it revealed that the common use of animal and human fetal tissues was unleashing 
devastating plagues of chronic diseases. That is just a straight-up lie. The article claimed to show a link between chronic fatigue syndrome and a mouse retrovirus. That article, at least to me, is hugely important to this story. Why? Because a lot of times when someone comes forward with what seems to be blockbuster information like this, the question believers always ask is, why would they lie? That article and the scientific community's reaction to it is her motivation to lie. It was published in 2009, and it claimed that in a test of the blood of chronic fatigue syndrome sufferers, every single sample contained an infectious mouse-derived retrovirus called XMRV. That, apparently, is indeed shocking news to the scientific community, and it did cause some ripple effects. And by that, I mean one ripple effect, which was that lots of other scientists started trying to replicate the results of that study. There were actually nine different studies that tried to replicate these results. None were able to do it. That led Science, the journal, to issue a retraction of the article in question, Judy Mikovits refused to sign the retraction, but every other researcher who worked on the article did. Now, that nine-lab study was headed up by the Department of Health and Human Services. That's a government agency, so of course, it still allows for the possibility of a government cover-up, except for one thing. There was one final study funded by the United States National Institute of Health and led by Ian Lupkin of Columbia University. Judy Mikovits was part of this study. This was her conclusion at the end of that study. There is no evidence that XMRV is a human pathogen. So right off the bat, this video is lying to you. And we are less than one minute in. Let's listen to another huge claim from the pandemic video. So you made a discovery that conflicted with the agreed-upon narrative. <laughs> Correct. And for that, they did everything in their powers to destroy your life. Correct. You were arrested? Correct. And then you were put under a gag order? Um, for, for five years, if I went on social media, if I said anything at all, they would find new evidence and, um, and put me back in jail. And it was one of the few times I cried. And it was because I knew there was no evidence the first time. And they, when you can unleash that kind of force to force someone into bankruptcy with a perfect credit score. And so that I couldn't bring my 97 witnesses, which included the heads, Tony Fauci, you know, Ian Lipkin, the heads of the public health in HHS, who would have had to testify that we did absolutely nothing wrong. And so what did they charge you with? Nothing. But you were in jail. I was held in jail with no charges. I was called a fugitive from justice. No warrant. Literally drug me out of the house. Our neighbors are looking at what's going on here. You know, they searched my house without a warrant. Literally terrorized my husband for five days. They said, if you don't find the notebooks, if you don't find the material, which was not in my possession, but planted in my house. All right. All of that, also incorrect. There was a warrant issued by the University of Nevada at Reno Police. The company she was working for at the time, the Whitmore Peterson Institute, is located on the campus of the University of Nevada at Reno. So that's why college police took over this investigation, and they did issue a warrant. That's a thing she has come out and admitted since this pandemic video started circulating, that she just, at the very least, 
misrepresented the facts of what happened here. And I'm telling you, if you believe this video, you have to ask yourself why. Why would she lie? At the time this incident happened, the chief of campus police, Adam Garcia, told a reporter from Science Insider, which is related to the journal Science, that the warrant was related to a break-in and theft reported to his department. Whitmore Peterson Institute alleged that Mikevitz instructed a research assistant who worked with her to take irreplaceable patient samples in laboratory notebooks and that he followed those instructions. Now, in the video, she claims that the notebooks and computer data they found when they searched her home was planted. But also, again, at the time all this happened, which was 2011, her lawyer said this, quote, she is entitled to a copy of the information she created. So clearly, she felt she was entitled to something and she took it. That line from her lawyer very, very clearly implies that Judy Mikovits took something from this lab in question. But now, nine years later, that information was all planted by the feds. Okay, movies have a term for what Judy Mikovits is, and that term is unreliable narrator. A narrator whose credibility is compromised. She is that, 100%. And we're still only like five minutes into this video. And then there are her claims about Anthony Fauci, which is where things get especially suspect. She inserts her expertise about AIDS into the conversation, expertise that we've already determined isn't quite what she makes it out to be. And she ties it to the government's failed response to that epidemic. And yes, the government's response to the AIDS epidemic was appalling. But that started way before any of these alleged confrontations with Dr. Fauci are even alleged to have occurred. She talks about a massive cover-up that Fauci participated in, but never really explains what that cover-up was. She says all the lead researchers were paid off without providing a shred of evidence that all the lead researchers were paid off. There is nothing happening in this video that suggests anything other than Judy Mikovits having a serious axe to grind with the scientific community. Anyway, let's talk about another claim. I've seen so many doctors online that have made their own webcam videos just perplexed by the protocol that the CDC had given them. Let's talk about those doctors. Two of the doctors featured in this video, Dan Erickson and Artin Masihi, have very publicly refuted the claims in this video. Artin Masihi posted a statement on Instagram on May 6th. It's still up. You can go read it. His Instagram handle is A-R-T-I-N underscore M-A-S-S-I-H-I underscore. The statement he posted reads, in part, the creator of this film never asked for permission to use our footage and has skewed our study and interviews to fit their agenda, which we do not agree with nor appreciate. We are physicians and entrepreneurs and want to work with the administration to focus on solutions to open up our city, community, and state. We continue to test for COVID-19 at all of our locations and want to share this with our public health department. And as the video goes on, it leans on those two doctors a whole lot to back up all of her points about how coronavirus is essentially fake. And that's not what these doctors were saying in these videos that are being chopped up and edited and used in Plandemic. 
to make it seem like the medical community agrees with her. Those doctors were just arguing about the need to shut things down the way we have. They were in no way arguing coronavirus isn't real. So if you believe this video, that's a detail you should take into account. The doctors she's using to back up her point don't agree with her point. There are actually a lot of wild medical claims made in this video, and there are medical professionals who can and have refuted those points a whole lot better than I can. For the sake of time, I'll just tell you that we link to some of those articles on unpops.com. Go check them out. But to close out, I want to talk about one other key claim in this video. Here it comes. So I have to ask you, are you anti-vaccine? Oh, absolutely not. I'm, in fact, vaccine is immune therapy, uh, just like interferon alpha is immune therapy. So I'm not anti-vaccine. My job is to develop immune therapies. That's what vaccines are. Okay, but as pointed out by the journal Science, who also have taken a shot at debunking this video, there is another recent video featuring Judy Mikovits. And in that video, she's wearing a hat that says Vaxxed 2, which is a sequel to a film called Vaxxed that links vaccines to autism, which is a claim that has been debunked a whole lot. When the journal Science requested an interview with Judy Mikovits for their article, she responded by sending them a PowerPoint presentation. In that PowerPoint, she calls for an immediate moratorium on all vaccines. So she's very, very obviously part of the anti-vaxxer movement, which again raises the obvious question, why lie about that? Why lie about any of this? Why lie about so many things in the span of one 25-minute video? And then she has the gall to end this interview by talking about how you should be wary of scientists because some of them will just take the money and run and spread false information. And I kind of feel like that's what happened here. We're talking about someone who hasn't published anything since 2012, who was basically run out of the scientific community for being stubbornly wrong about the results of her scientific findings. And now all of a sudden, she's just back in the public eye with this wild theory that implicates pretty much the entire scientific community that rejected her claims in 2011. I think there is definitely a scientist involved in this video who is just taking the misinformation and running with it for the sake of notoriety and maybe a little money. And I think Judy Mikovits is that scientist. So I don't know where I, I know this episode is way shorter than the usual episode, but what do you want from me? We're talking about a 25 minute video. There's only so many claims to refute. What I will tell you is I'm sorry, I don't believe this video. I think she's lying. There are too many flat-out lies in this video for any reasonable person to trust Judy Mikovits' claims in this video. That's all. Doesn't mean I agree with the way it was banned and taken down from YouTube. I feel like this is a thing we could just uh, refute without acting like it's secret information that the world can't be privy to. But whatever. That doesn't even matter. What matters is that this video is bullshit. Wear a fucking mask. All right. I think that is our episode. For links to the articles that we talked about in this episode, we, meaning me and you, again, very personal, intimate experience, check out unpops.com 
You can find links to all of the sources there. And, uh, you know, if you want to show this podcast some support, you can do that in a whole bunch of ways. You can go to unpopsnetwork.supercast.tech and subscribe there. You can go to conspiracy.supercast.tech, subscribe there. Patreon.com slash unpops, whatever works. Or just go on iTunes and give us a good rating and review. It all helps, baby. Anyway, thanks for listening. We love you. Goodbye. Goodbye.